0: hello hi and welcome to this week's episode of kids from yesterday podcast i'm clodagh i'm courtney and today we're going to talk about stuff and things
1: stuff and things I feel like this is the equivalent of, you know, like those Get Ready With Me YouTube videos. Yeah. Which you feel like they put together because they were like, we don't know what else to talk about. But actually, it's just
0: a nice way of breaking up. Yeah, some serious content with some serious content. So we said we just have a little chat. Yeah, I have a few, few bands. So we're just going to talk a little bit about... What is happening in the state of emo at the moment? Um, we've talked a lot about what's been going on in the past, you know, a lot of anecdotes, a lot of stories. Um, but what's actually happening in 2019, Courtney? A
1: lot of things that I probably didn't want to know all that much about. And maybe you guys know about already,
0: but we're going to hear about it again. Yeah, so mm-hmm. there's a lot happening, but there's also nothing happening at the same time with regards to, like, new music. Um, I guess the only two... Songs anyway that I've heard, three actually most recently, uh, have been some forty one, blink one eighty two and sitting up, which don't really fall in the emo sphere specifically, but definitely fall in the circle somewhere around emo. Yeah,
1: they're in they're in the Kerrang circle of
0: they're things the that Kerrang are yeah, which things. I suppose is close enough. Yeah,
1: uh, close enough that we're gonna make an episode about this. And anyway. Frank
0: Iero, he had he has a new album out yeah. as well. Um, it's called Barriers. Yes, what do you think of it? I kind of it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you're a fan of his music.
1: Yeah, I loved Frankie and the Celebration. Um, Stomach Aches was one of my favorite albums um, for quite a long while, actually. So that was released in 2014, and like I have such a visceral like reaction to it, when I hear it because it reminds me so much of a very specific point in my life and a very specific time um of smiling at me because it like i it came out around the time that i started dating my boyfriend um, so and cute. i told her the story earlier and she's all like oh i like it is cute
0: but i love that i love when <laughs> songs like remind you of when you especially with, like albums like that remind you of a time where you were very much in love or Unlike now, where well, I hate him. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, so it just reminds you of the times before you hate him. You
1: know? I do not hate him. he's also a sound engineer. Please be nice to him. Please don't delete my episode, Michael. Thank you. Um, but I I associate it with like November 2014 very much because I saw him perform in that month as well. So it's like wait, I your just... boyfriend of I Hero. Frank I Hero. Okay. Yeah. No. I also saw Michael perform many times around that time as well because he wasn't a band then. But um, I digress. Um, so I really liked that. I liked parachutes. That was his second album. So that was Frankie Around the Patients. Um, because every band that he does, he renames it for reasons I'm really
0: un- cool. I'm, I'm not
1: sure if the lineup changes or just the band name changes, but whichever, you know, props to you. Do you do you, Frankie? It's, that's
0: kind of innovative. I don't know of anyone who's done that before. Has anyone yeah.
1: before? I don't know. Not and it, I know it of makes it really difficult to search him on music platforms because, um, he used to sign everything like. F R N K, and then he later changed it to Frank. So mm.
0: you can't sort like uh, it's a whole big thing. Is it yeah? Is it a case that he's trying to make it impossible? Because you know Ed Sheeran just stepping out of the emo sphere for a second. Ed Sheeran's albums. His first album was called Plus, and he made it. He called it Plus, as in the plus sign, so that people couldn't find it online and download it legally. Is there that much thought going into what Frank Ayura is doing, or is it some kind of like? ooh elusivity or I don't know like, I no, he used to sign off everything as like XO Frank
1: like FRNK so it may have just been like a stylized thing that he did and then later on they changed it back to maybe I'm thinking more, too much of it. <laughs> giving them more credit maybe than credit is due but then there was Frank and the Patients and I saw them perform at slam dunk in 2017 and that was good I liked that album didn't love it as much as stomach aches and then this one um, A lot of people are really, like, happy for him with it. And, like, you know, the fan base seems to be really supportive of it. Um, I know, like, a lot of super, like, Frank Aguero stans who are, like, yeah. completely in love with all the things that he does. Maybe it's just my ears are getting old. But <laughs> it...
0: <laughs> he played me, like, the first song. And yeah. I was like, mm, you know, the intro was good. It was nice. It was nice guitar music for my ears. And then he started singing. Yeah, I... I don't know if it's just that the the vocals before were quite I don't
1: know actual music terms I'm distorted <laughs> they were, yeah they were kind of like fuzzy it kind of sounded like it was recorded like on a computer or like you know it was really poorly recorded but it worked for the the grunge kind of style of the yeah. album whereas now they're much cleaner vocals but <laughs> uh... it was
0: we yeah it was very Ryan Ross The Young Veins esque in yeah. that. Ah, bless him. He's got an old, a new, a new band on the side, but He's you got know a few what? Tunes.
1: Can't sing. No, and it's kind of disappointing because I was looking forward to that, especially when he announced he was making new music. And um, I read an article on Rock Sound about how he had to explain the My Chemical Romance reference in his latest single. So that was Young and Doomed. That was the song I played you. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a line in it that's I promise that I'm not okay. Oh wait, that's the other guy. And like people accused him of shit stirring, and he was like, Well, n- no, like that was a band I was in, and like, yeah, he, he's kind of sad about like breaking down the fourth wall. Um, so, what did he say? He said, To me, it was very like reading a comic, and you find out that two superheroes are in the same universe, even though they don't necessarily interact. And I like the fact that a call back to a previous work. So, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's cool. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, there's no point in pretending you weren't in one of the most seminal bands of the, like, the Notties. Like, the, you were.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You have a career now because you were in one of the most seminal bands of the, of the naughties So, um, like he was obviously referring to I'm not okay. But, like, people saying that it, he was shit-stirring is kind of ridiculous because I don't, under- like, it, it's not like, you know, he's pretending that he had something to do with it or that he was referencing it to get attention He is known for being being in that band. Yeah, so it it, (laughs) is. Yeah, I don't get that, and I I understand like you know the whole thing of Mike Am not doing a comeback, and constantly saying they're not going to do a comeback. Is is a point of contention among among fans, but um I don't know how you can say that somebody referencing their own work is a problem. I don't know. I mean, I suppose as well with my chem saying they're not coming back, like, I rem- remember back before Fall Out Boy reunited, there used to be rumors that surfaced all the time, kind of saying, like, oh, you know, they're coming back, they're recording. And people went to be like, no, no, we're not recording. We have no plans to. I don't think we're going to get back together. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> and I remember the year that they got back together, um, I tweeted Patrick Stump because there was a picture that surfaced and it was the five of them, and Andy had more tattoos than he'd had previously and it looked like a newer photo oh. and i tweeted him being like what year is this photo taken and patrick stump dm'd me to say that photo was taken in 2009 and i was like but that's not what pete looked like in 2009 like
0: they just they didn't look like that you got a dm i got it yeah, sorry from patrick stump <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah. just wind this back a minute i, don't know, I feel yeah, yeah. like yeah. one of the she, courtney is flicking her hair just for the just for the <laughs> tape um i don't know if you watch line of duty but they're always like just for the record of the tape um but yeah, I feel like one of the big things of like, in being, being an emo, one of the big things was we were on Twitter and I, for one, would like, you know, be like, okay, well, Gabe, uh, Victoria and Rylan from Star tweet me now, just need the other two. And like, it was this whole thing. So please, tell me. Oh yeah, it was quite a funny story. Um because
1: it was me, uh, my friend Laura and this other girl that we don't talk to anymore. So we were talking about this picture and I said, Oh, I'm just gonna tweet Patrick Like completely like not expecting a response. Yeah. It was just like a Haha, I'll just tweet him and like we'll settle this. And yeah. I sent it and like didn't think anything of it. And ten minutes later I looked down at my phone and there is a DM from him. Wow. And I was like, hmm? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> and it just said that photo was taken in two thousand nine. And it was, like, he used to do that, where this was when he tried to do his solo stuff. Ah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, but, like, my friend Laura also tweeted him around the same time, being, like, remember when you said you didn't like autotune, why does this album sound autotuned? And he sent her, like, it was before you could send, like, a big, long DM.
0: Oh, okay. So he sent her,
1: like, ten DMs, basically, going, no, 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 I didn't use autotune, I didn't, I didn't, like, I swear I didn't, this is just blah, 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 and something to do with the mics. And it was really, like, I didn't use autotune, even though, like, he clearly did. But it was really strange that he was just so nervous about people judging him, and like yeah. her her tweet wasn't like confrontational. It was just like a, like how did you get from this like scathing thing about autotune to this yeah this, this use of it? And he had like so, like I remember that being really cool. But like he did used to respond to people. But it was like that was at the time, and I actually found a screenshot from like it was like a time hop screenshot. Okay. Oh, cool. And it was just with like we knew as the caption because it was like um of. Pete Wen saying like we're not getting back together uh, like uh, yeah my whole thing was like Patrick don't lies to people um, <laughs> he, he doesn't he just was trying to protect like a secret yeah. and stop because I mean all that would have happened then is like realistically I could have taken that photo and then put it on Tumblr and gone this is a new photo and it could have been like a whole big thing and yeah. maybe somebody would have found their like studio or you know th- there could have been things that would have happened because Twitter is Twitter. You could have
0: compromised the whole re- operation oh yeah my God. so he
1: responded to get me to shut the fuck up <laughs> But yeah, that was like a casual, oh, yeah, Patrick stumped DM me because um, we're friends. We're not friends. But please, can we be friends? I feel like we'd be good friends. I feel like Patrick would be a great addition to the kids from yesterday. Yeah. team.
0: Yeah, do you? Yeah. Courtney, Clodagh and Patrick. That has a great ring to it. I think so, yeah. I'm trying to think back though. Did I get any <sighs> tweets from people? Definitely. I think all of Cobra Starship tweeted me because i was obsessed with them i'm just i actually dm'd i had a dm conversation on instagram at vicky t recently um about i just had kind of i think i'd like dm'd her being like your music meant so much to me in like and because i it was kind of like i actually got the years mixed up and i thought it was 10 years since they played in dublin but it's not it's nine so i was like 10 years ago i seen you guys for the first time and it was the best day of my life and all this kind of stuff and i just kind of felt like I want to say this to her because she's the only one that's kind of accessible from Gova Starship and the band has meant so much to me. Um, And yeah, she responded and she was like, you know, that's amazing to hear. I can't really remember what else was said, but it was cool. I think the whole time when you're in that emo stage, and we talked about this before, is, I feel like that's our our catchphrase at this point. We've talked about this before. We're going to do Kids Me Yesterday bingo, where
1: every time we say so like, um, every time we say <laughs> you've talked about this before, <laughs> or little peep, not to be confused <laughs> a the <little> pump. <laughs> take a shot. Take a
0: shot, or many shots, or if you don't drink, take a shot of water. It's good to be hydrated. It is good to be <laughs> hydrated. Um, so I think in the emo scene, um, the big thing was like being validated, air quotes, by your favorite band, and Twitter was definitely an accessible way of doing that. Especially when your bands, your bands, your favorite bands don't come to your country, you can't. Follow them around as easily,
1: yeah. And I remember back in the day, like fallout Boy and All Time Low Panic and stuff. They had like two hundred thousand followers, yeah. and that seemed like so many back, you know, back then. But the, it wasn't so many that they couldn't,
0: they wouldn't see your tweets. Yeah, I mean no. the
1: fact that like Patrick Stump, who was like in one of the most, again one of the most seminal bands of the early nineties, that must be the quote of the the episode in <laughs> the most seminal band of the of the whatever. Um. But the fact that he was able to see that tweet and respond to it, and he took to, like, I mean, a few people I know got messages from him because he'd obviously go through them and then respond privately to whatever he wanted. So, like, he must have That's done sweet. that. I didn't, but it's cute, and it's it's nice that, like, back in the day, that was a, back in the day, because we're so old now. Yeah. But that was a thing that you could do, that yeah. you could actually reach out to people. Like, when we were researching for our Paramount episode, which you guys heard a couple of weeks ago, and if you haven't, you can go listen to it. Please. Um, but we talked about like the live journal. Yeah. And like when I was going through all those old things, there was like she used to do a thing where she'd write a post and then like if it was a main post, people could respond and like ask questions and she'd respond to them. But like sometimes if she posted like a oh sorry for the delay, blah 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 blah. This is not the main post, so any questions you have, post them on the main one. So it was like literally like she was asking people to contact her and
0: to like oh have, like, I, wish I, was, I wish I was in the live journal sphere. I never really fell into that sphere. Or the Tumblr sphere, like I had a Tumblr and I retweeted or reposted even a lot of it's reblogged just, a reblog yeah, just just for uh, <laughs> clearly I wasn't in that sphere. <laughs> I used to reblog a lot of Paramore pictures and lyrics and everything like that, but I'd never seen those as mediums to contact bands. But you can actually use it as a medium to contact us because we have a Tumblr. It's Kids from Yesterday Pod. Yes,
1: just, just, just yes, you made that, not me. It was Courtney. <laughs> it was me. Um. But yeah we're, we're there um but like tumblr i feel like i used it and it was like you know, people made fan art and they made like lyrics art and they made gifs um and like at the time you couldn't post gifs on twitter like i keep
0: forgetting that there was like a world where you couldn't post gifs there was a world where you used to have to actually quote copy what somebody had written and write or T to <laughs> yeah. retweet them. And often, I didn't have copy and paste on my phone, so I literally had to rewrite out the tweets and then put my little comment or whatever it was that you were retweeting I before. Do, do you remember when it was, like, uh, Follow Friday? Yeah. And that was a big thing on Twitter. Like, sometimes I just remember back to these things, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so old. But, like, that's how we used the internet, and it just it blows my mind that, like, the internet... To me
1: at the time, was such a big, massive community full of people because everybody used the internet. But like all these bands that I have millions of followers had like 200,000, and that was like, whoa. And now so that's many like people. a splash in the water. Yeah, that's like time. a who the hell are you kind yeah. of situation, or like you're the band member nobody cares about as generally as the attitude, like, oh, you've only got this many followers. Like, it's so weird that that's how we got to buy yeah. stuff now. But, like, definitely back in the day, it was so easy to, to reach out to people. But like, I've seen people that I follow, like, interact with Hayley Williams. And, um like, Alex Gaskarth gets into debates with people all the time. <sighs> Take a shot, because I said Gaskarth again. <laughs> um, But, like, he, you know, and you're kind of like, stop doing that, dude. Like, please. But at the same time, it's, you know, they read their replies, and they it's still a way to contact.
0: Your favorite or get dance. into fights with people okay. I got into a fight with Ian Watkins on Twitter years ago which is you know I'm like come on cloda <laughs> looking back you know it was deserved <laughs> hashtag deserved hashtag deserved so what else is going on in the world of emo at the moment oh I suppose we should probably talk about Tom DeLong. maybe um, yes on the subject of new <laughs> song which you mentioned like five minutes ago but you know what we're going to go back to Tom I haven't DeLonge. even heard it yet I should, we'll put it on our playlist for this week but Tom, 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 Tom. If you don't know, Tom DeLong, he, the reason he left Blink 182, um, or took a break from it, whatever way you want to look at it, was to crowdfund a spaceship, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, they have the song Aliens
1: Exist, and every single article you read about this is like, oh, we thought <laughs> Aliens Exist <laughs> was just Exist. a song. But, like, we had that song, and then you realise that Tom... Believes in UFOs and like I love I love conspiracy theories. Yeah. I f- especially space conspiracy theories, and yeah. I think it's because I'm afraid of space. Oh, terrified! Of I them. have like um a thing with numbers where I can't comprehend numbers. So when they talked about the black hole the other day, or the other week, or whoever long ago, it was like a month or so yeah. ago, maybe two months ago, um I had a panic attack because I couldn't fathom how big it was. And, like, Michael had to show me videos of, like, you know, physics for children so that I could get my head around it. <laughs> but it's, like, I actually, like, I have a serious problem with... I, I'm probably dyslexic and I just haven't been... Like, I've gotten away with it, kind of, for this yeah. one. But it's I cannot comprehend numbers on a big scale. And he said there's a word for it. And if you guys know what the word is, can you please email us or, like, message us on Instagram or somewhere to tell us what the word is? Because he said there's a thing I people. think there is, yeah. but people numbers. can't comprehend... Yeah. No, but, like, who can't comprehend the size of space. Oh, okay. and, and who
0: have an issue with, like, things being bigger than, like you see that freaks me as well like once i kind of th- what, yeah the, the, <laughs> we're going so off topic here but when the black hole that thing happened and then i was kind of thinking about how you know there's all these other planets out there and then it's like especially this whole thing the world is going to end if we don't fucking pop on and recycle but i'm thinking like oh my god tax ha- the corporations how did we even get here do you know like where did we come from and if we came from nothing where did nothing come from oh stop like this actually, is like
1: this is like the, this is like panic attack <laughs> territory for me no no like it's in like space and like existential crisis like it used to be a thing where if I was in college and you know I was doing a lot of things where we're doing lateral thinking and we're, we're out of the box kind of philosophical bullshit because a lot of psychology is and people would say like well where did we come from or like what is the point of us and I would literally like face down on the desk be having a proper panic attack yeah and like I, I just I could like anytime people said something thought I would actually just panic and even if people say like what's the point I'm like what is the I don't get the point so I you know I can get if you are interested in space I can understand like I guess like I, I kind of wish I was good at maths because watching all those physics for children videos made me realize that there's a lot that I don't understand yeah but I feel like it's a really good way of explaining our purpose on this earth I feel like we're getting like deeper than emo we're we're, we're, down, we're, <laughs> da- we're down in the dungeon <laughs> with depth in this episode but I feel like if if you can comprehend something on a massive scale and give yourself like a, a, a place in the world that you can write numbers to help you understand it that like people believe in numbers the way other people believe in god like and i I don't have that kind of belief system so i feel like I if you it. yeah if you're like able to be like tom and believe in ufos and be believe i mean like his his thing is yeah i read the article this was released two years ago and i remember i was in the ifi it's the irish film institute in town and michael read this out to me and i was like what the fuck are you talking about but he left blink to fund the spaceship which he said will travel instantaneously through space air and water by engineering the fabric of space time that just i uh, sounds yeah. cool
0: it means nothing i mean means nothing. yeah like like what <laughs> i feel like i sound super blonde when i'm like i just i just like if we came from nothing like how do we come from nothing because it's nothing but like sorry what is um and what is the fabric of space time
1: I don't think that's a thing and that's the I mean like some people are good at numbers and understanding space and physics and like you know don't need to watch physics for children but I don't think space time is a thing and I don't think something can travel through space air and water and there isn't a fabric of so I don't, I like I, I applaud his ingenuity and his desire for discovery because again, and that comes back to like, I wish I had like a thing I believed in. And I feel like if I could comprehend, like ra- actually wrap my mind around maths, I would totally believe in like, yeah, that would be my thing. Like I believe in the universe and that would be like my thing that stops me lying on the floor and wondering what the point and everything is. Um, God that's very emo That's a very <laughs> that is, emo statement we're out, the, we're out of the dungeon And back to emo It's fine So um, He announced To the Stars Academy Which he described As a powerful vehicle For change That seeks to create A consortium Among science Aerospace And entertainment um, Entertainment Netflix on the Spaceship That'd be great That'd be good That will work collectively to allow gifted researchers the freedom to explore exotic science and technologies with the infrastructure
0: and resources to rapidly transition them to products that can change the world. Look. Hold on. Hello, my name is Tom DeLong from Link192. I have brought together an elite team from CIA, DOD and the FMR. So DOD is the Department of Defence. And FMR? I don't know what that is. CIA is Central Intelligence Agency. FMR.
1: Um i don't know what that is but we're aiming to build this electromagnetic vehicle to travel instantaneously through space air and water by engineering the fabric of space time our company is called to the stars and you can invest in our plan to revolutionize the world with technology that can change life as we know it
0: i just so can we just step back a sec so he's he's trying to fund a spaceship right and this is a different kind of spaceship than all the other spaceships that are right there would that be right? Yeah, so I feel like he, he's
1: like, I'm not building a rocket, I'm building a spaceship. So, like, this is some, like, Star Trek bullshit uh, he's talking about. Yes. It, or, like... I'm with you now. Like, okay. F- star Wars, Star... So, like, you know, some kind of star travel thing that we don't actually have. It's science fiction. And I feel like... Like, in a lot of sci-fi, there's, like, maglev, which is, like, magnetic levitation yes. trains and things at all... And it features in a lot of books and, like, a lot of films... Um and I feel like that's a really accepted like trope that appears in these kind of books and stuff um electromagnetic vehicle like it kind of sounds like you know we're gonna build a big m- magnet that's gonna I mean like what does he want it
0: to like slingshot him into sp- yeah that's so what I'm trying to because obviously with rockets you have they're you know yeah. propelled into space from fire and pressure yeah whereas, uh, these discs now we're not science, we're no scientists here but these discs I assume wouldn't have the same you would not be able to launch them in the same capacity because if they're thinner and, flatter, yeah, and I, wider even um,
1: like does he I, I don't know I mean I feel like we're giving it more thought than it deserves maybe yeah we're of thinking that? a lot into <laughs> it just, I mean the the interesting part I guess is the fact that this is a thing that people at the time of this article going out, this is twenty seventeen. I don't know how much it is now, but the campaign had made three hundred eighty three thousand dollars. Um, that's Americans for you. That, that's, I mean, yeah, Like he's got people. He's got a team full of like actual scientists and stuff, and I imagine they stand to make a lot of money. So um, the team on to the stars academy. It's Tom as the interim CEO and president. Um, They've got a CIA guy as the vice president of operations. They've got a... Another white dude. Yeah. Let me see. So they've got a guy that advises from NASA and the Department of Defense and other intelligence communities. They have got another guy who... Works in defense aerospace. They have another dude. See the director oh, no. of global security. Interesting. So, so he's an intelligence case officer. He was a former special agent in charge. Like, these are all nothing to do with space. Like they have another guy who's like the security affairs advisor, and he's got a BA in economics and an MA in, in international affairs. So I, brain function and consciousness consultant. So they've got another doctor. He's a professor of military and emergency medicine and director of traumatic injury research program. He's got a he's a professor of medical and clinical psychology. So are you looking at like how space affects people's heads? Like we you know, that that is a legitimate research thing. That is a thing that they look at in NASA. Um and they've got a, so again, a lot of this has to do with security and they've all worked in like the cia and there's very like i have yet to see and well, this oh there's a, a buyer like, I, was say, I was about to say i've yet to see somebody who can actually build this stuff. oh
0: look he went to ucd no trinity sorry he's a
1: biochemist and he's studied cell and molecular biology um so you know he's
0: oh and, we've come uh, across our first woman and she's at the bottom of the
1: page so she's a biomedical research and an attorney. I mean, a lot of these things are like um,
0: unrelated jobs. I yeah, feel. it seems like they've got a lot of um, like sec- global security. And, um, you know, is it because they're so she fo- enforcing borders on the skies? But,
1: but like she's got um, her regulatory law practice focuses on FDA regulated products, such as medical devices and pharmaceuticals and on research law. Like not a single member of this team has ever worked for NASA, apart from, like, in a security capacity, w- capacity um, like, d- doesn't, isn't an engineer, apart from, like, I mean, biomechanics is a thing, but, like, that's not building spaceships. Yeah,
0: who's building Yeah, who spaceships? Yeah, who have
1: you hired to do that? It just seems weird. Um, And I've read an, uh, an interview he did before about, um, it kind of broke down all the stuff he said about NASA conspiracies, and then after WikiLeaks and, like, a bunch of stuff coming about at NASA and how they had, like, wording that kind of sounded like UFOs, but they started calling UFOs something different because people freak out when they hear UFO, mm. even though it can just mean, like, a drone. Yeah. Um. And then they were like, how right was Tom DeLonge? So maybe it's just his, like, bias against NASA means he doesn't want to employ anybody who, uh, has uh I don't it. know, it's, it's bizarre. But, like, he left Blink, and then he kind of, at that same time, was like, oh, like, I haven't left Blink, even though Mark and Travis were like, he's gone. We've had to get Matt uh, yeah, Scriba in. Skiba?
0: Yes, Giva, I think it but It's recently come out in the last few weeks that he said, "No, I haven't left. I will be back. Just I'm dealing with this space stuff first. <laughs> I'm going to save the back. world,
1: and then I'll be back." Um, I don't know how I'd feel about that if that was. Also, does that say hi, hello? My name is Tom DeLong from the Blink One Eighty
0: Two. Oh yeah, it does. He definitely <laughs> didn't write that.
1: <laughs> or maybe he did. It's uh, no, it is the Blink One Eighty Two. Um, that's bizarre. I, I, uh,
0: you know, good for you. Tom it's more than we're doing yeah to save the universe <laughs> yeah we're uh we're just making a pod we're just two gals making a pod yeah.
1: he's out there building spaceships with people who are wholly unqualified to do so but you know what maybe when he gets his crowdfunding he'll employ more people
0: that could be it that could yeah. be part of it but or wouldn't you think that if you were trying to build a spacecraft I feel and like... you only got a certain amount of funding the first thing you do is be like okay I better hire people to build a spacecraft instead of looking after the other things like global security
1: I feel like he's obviously thinking like NASA are protecting secrets, so then he needs to protect his secrets from NASA, probably. I feel yeah. like maybe we're giving this too much thought. We're not. We're, we're, you know what, Tom? Just you do you.
0: You you be you. You do your thing. On a lighter note, somebody who's doing something also incredibly cool is Hayley Williams. Yes. So who comes Bonnaroo, up in every episode because we love her. We do love her. So Bonnaroo is a festival that's happening in the states, um, and they asked her to come up with. A section basically and um, so she got to create uh, she calls it the self-love space okay what's that mean so she said that she curated it mainly because she wanted attendees to celebrate themselves um, she said she put a lot of hard work into it which you know you would you're creating creating a whole area of a festival um, and she said that it's kind of made her think a lot about herself and how she treats herself um, there's going to be a mini spa there's going to be mini spa treatments glitter stations uh, flower crowns there's going to be I think Good Die Young are going to be there as well um, they're going to have team dance parties uh, panels on mental health which is really cool Hayley yeah. Williams is a big advocate for mental health um, and they're going to have panels on self-love as well
1: that is really cool, and I feel like it's a thing that's been missing from a lot of kind of mainstream festivals as well. Yeah. This idea of like an actual place to go to relax, because a lot of festival stuff is just kind of you it's go, go, it, go, go, go. Go drink, unlike for other people. Like some people are, you know, go drink, do a lot of drugs, don't really remember the whole thing. And like you know, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. That's you know, no judgment. But it's I feel like there's a very little opportunity in kind of mainstream festivals to go and just kind of chill out so it appears to be like a collection of kind of indie well like K. play is playing and like um nicholas from walk the moon um and a whole bunch of other people and like there's like david bowie's black star band and like I, I feel like that's the kind of vibe that's going to be there um so i suppose it's not that different from like electric picnic or like body and soul the way they are in ireland yeah um or like I can't really think of any in other countries
0: um, in the UK what would they have their equivalent Glastonbury but I, I don't really yeah. know I've never been to I haven't actually been to any like sleepover festivals if you know what I mean like with camping festivals that's <laughs> the word Clodo, your brain. so having a big sleepover in a field Me with a bunch of people
1: you don't know um,
0: camping <laughs> festivals is what I meant Um, I've only been to like Longitude and Forbidden Fruit which are two festivals that happen in Dublin every summer for our international listeners. Just dropping yeah. that in there. If you're
1: from the UK, you have Latitude Festival. Which is yeah. the
0: same. Yeah. Um but I'm not sure what yeah, their equivalent will be. I mean Bonnaroo, their tagline I guess, or they have in their Instagram bio is Radiate really Positivity, which I think is really cool.
1: Yeah. Like I I guess body and soul will be the closest thing. Like they have a lot of like the get people like the rubber banets. Well, Blind Boy blind boy book club to talk about stuff where like they've had a few yeah. other people and they've had like people like tara flynn go and talk um like tara flynn in case you don't know her is um one like of my a, favorite people ever yeah she's amazing but she's uh shout out to tara flynn we love you uh
0: because <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely listening yeah. tara has a really cool podcast called paranoia um really good
1: yeah no she's she's awesome but like if you don't know her she's like a feminist and she just has a lot of really and she's a comedian as well she, oh
0: i'd love to live inside her brain yeah
1: i haven't actually she's got a book out called raging i don't know we're just doing our Flynn like <laughs> love in section but she has i have it inside i haven't read it yet
0: but like i bought it like last year um i just haven't got her into it yet she just is really well put together thoughts yeah. if you know what i mean like i'm like i think these things and and it's like 20 sentences long and then tara flynn puts it into one and it's like oh my god that that's it yeah you and know? like even
1: like sometimes she posts things about like allyship or whatever and they're really thoughtful she's not centering herself she's like going hey can you please yeah listen to these people so like if she's talking about trans issues or she's talking about like lgbt issues or she's talking about like race issues it's very much as she'll always like she'll say something and she'll never stay quiet about it but she will always make sure to center she shares the platform yeah yeah and she'll always center whoever is relevant to center as opposed to it being like well i think that yeah and i think that's really cool um it's like people like her talk at, at body and soul it would be really cool if like download and writing Leeds actually had this actively property curated sort of areas where people can go and chill out because they they are really full on like i went to leeds fest in 2014 and um it was my first sleepover camping <laughs> experience and um, and like i had a really good time but i was also really sick and i think it was just because i wasn't i was so focused on like go to see the band, go to do the thing yeah um and like I looked up like you know how do you not die while you're at a festival and they're all like oh have like at least one hot meal a day so like I tried to do that and and stuff but like I just feel like if it was encouraged and not actually any extra money to go and chill out yeah. for a bit like go sit somewhere or go see somebody talk or just like hang out in a little quiet area that would be great
0: that is like I'm just thinking even like to the pictures and videos I see that go around lecture picnic. Like, it, and I, again, I'm not actually, I don't like camping. Like, I'm just, like, I'm the type of person who I shower every day. And if I couldn't get to, like, a decent shower and a decent toilet, I would just, it's just not for me. Oh I no, don't I, like going outside my comfort zone in that sense. Um, so it's just not a thing I do. But a lot of the pictures are, like, people just sit around drinking cans all day. And in fairness, if I was going, that's what I'd be at myself. But it just I think if I was to go to something like that, it would be really beneficial to be able to go and take time out mentally, because I think I feel like you need to be always on when you're doing these things. And especially if you're the kind of person like me, I would be very um, introverted. and I need to recharge by myself yeah, to get energy back. So by going to these little self-care, self-love sanctuaries, you have the opportunity to rest your head, rest your body come back to you know yourself because i guess you're kind of on you're on a different planet you're a bit giddy when you're at festivals yeah. and at music concerts music concerts that music concerts um so yeah i just i would like to see something like that happen here again body and soul. like you said it's it's kind of the idea of bringing body and mind together yeah and and i think they do yoga and stuff with that as well yeah i've, no, I've never been and like, no. i know
1: some people go and like they you know they have their cans or like they go and they do their pills and you know that's it's up to you do whatever um but like that's it, it's really interesting because like there are people who bring their kids to body and soul and it's like a different experience for them because they're bringing them because of all these nice fun family activities yeah and it's just something i wouldn't have thought that that was a thing to, to do. do yeah but apparently it is so it's cool that that's kind of spreading across other festivals too yeah it'd it'd be nice to see it in like the the emo scene though if like you're at download
0: the you, emo shack the emo shack <laughs> you go hang out in a shed this, this we can put this down as a new podcast goal. we can create the kids <laughs> kids from yesterday sanctuary of self-loathing and uh, no, of self-love
1: sanctuary of self-loathing uh sure why not like
0: i mean there's it's good to have goals hire us um what else has been happening panic at the disco we're, sorry, Brendan Urie
1: and Friends. Yeah. Brendan, Brendan, and Friends, which is what we. They, I mean, look, it's what we like. To look, folk. I love Panic. I have been a Panic fan for fucking years, but we we are past pretending that Panic the Disco is
0: is is a band. It's a it's, it's a
1: person with some people to play
0: with him. Yeah, which is sad. I because I absolutely love Panic the Disco, but I don't know how I feel about the new stuff. But they have a new song on their new album called High Hopes. And that has broken a Guinness record lately. I think the only other song to break this record was Twenty One Pilots with Heathens. Yeah. Uh basically it's they are have been number one for thirty three weeks on the top of the billboard top one hundred. Wow. Hot one hundred. Which is thirty three weeks is a long ass time.
1: <laughs> well like, considering how far I mean, like, they were around in the kind of late nineties and they're still going I went mean, Brendan's still going yeah. you know it. it's it's just interesting that they survived so, you know they lost they survived I'm we're going to do a panic episode someday so we won't go into like all the details but like they survived the loss of various band members over the years yeah they survived splits they survived like um scandals they survived like a lot of things Brendan survived a lot of th- <laughs> Brendan you're so great he survived <laughs> persevered persevered by yourself and, like, he held on to the band name, which is great, too. Yeah. Um. But that's really cool. And it's cool to see, like, an emo band appealing to enough people that they ended up on the top of...
0: Yeah. They he ended up on the top of uh, a chart. Like, that's incredible. A mainstream chart. What do you reckon? What do you think of um his new song with Taylor Swift? I fucking hate it. I wanted to like it so okay. much. Like, and I just...
1: Because I like Taylor Swift. I mean, yes, yeah, she's problematic and there's stuff she's done that I'm like, oh, I don't love that. But like, I've seen her live. Did you go to the Free Taylor Swift concert? I did. the same. <laughs> I did. My friend Helen brought me. Um, so she got like, she, somebody gave her tickets and she was like, I have a ticket. And I was like, me. <laughs> You're a my boyfriend. But we went to see her for the, like the 1989 tour. So did I. Oh, so I, did you? <laughs> I went to both dates. So I had tickets. Me and my brother went and then Michael and his sister
0: Bought me a ticket to go the second night. you know I'm so happy that you're a Taylor Swift fan because I love her as well. Yeah, no, I, I really like her and I like her music and it's fun. Oh, yeah. Um, I think she's an amazing... She's an amazing songwriter. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, like, she has done things that I'm like, that's dodgy as hell. Please don't yeah. do that. Um, Such as Mayo cella Yeah. fucking hell. And the whole Kanye thing... Like, I'm not a fan of Kanye, but, like, that... If, <laughs> she did some dodgy things yeah. with that. And you know i mean this is harking back to our last episode about like where's the line what do you where is the line? yeah and i think it's it's once you acknowledge that like you've done shitty things it's okay to yeah to like you, you don't need to be in denial about it but um no she's she's cool um i feel like the song is a bit like can we find a man who can sing dance and speak french and brendan was like, like- me
0: it's me. Brendan his voice is just killer though it's so good in that song like he has an incredible voice but I think their their voices blend really well together she yeah. has like this like soft delicate kind of tones and he has this like I, again don't know the music terminology but he has like these so she has like these like soft delicate tones in her voice and again don't know the music terminology but he has something similar but in a more masculine sense like his voice things like whiskey.
1: That's a beautiful description. Do you know? Yeah,
0: no it's it's like
1: warm and it's like smooth kind of yeah. like but he has an incredible range and like his falsetto is amazing as well. Yes. Like just it's it's ridiculous. He is ridiculous. So Every time I see him live I'm like I fucking hate you. Like, he's so talented.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. I do like the song. Um there are elements to the song, lyrics in the song that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Um, as you probably well know, um, but I think it's it's a pop tune. But I'm like usually like I, I was actually listening to Taylor Swift today on my way over here, um, so emo, um, like I absolutely love her albums, but I just feel like it was it's too bubblegum pop for me. Yeah, it's not so. I'm I'm kind of sick of it already.
1: Yeah, I feel like, it. you know, she needed to do something to get back to her roots after... Um, Reputation. Yeah, because yeah. that was such a departure from her usual stuff that yeah. I feel like she had to do something to get it back. And I feel like that kind of collab and that kind of big, poppy, look at me, I'm a Disney princess yeah. stuff. I mean, like, the video was quite fun. She had oh my god, the
0: video was with incredible. Them, with your
1: daughters, and the daughters are her cats, and I love her cats. And yeah, I. And if the video was fun, I probably wouldn't listen to the song again. But it's really cool that... Brendan was on it. Yeah, and the fact that like it's it's not it's different from what he sings. But that it didn't feel like he was trying to be something he's not either. Yeah. Like it just it just fits. Yeah. Even though the suits are questionable. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the the upholstery curtain no. curtain suits.
0: Like I just yeah. I think they suit him. It's very like von Trapp family yeah. kind of. But he has that kind of quirky you know, I'm not mainstream vibe of items. Th- I yeah. think I kind of see them, but I think they're nice.
1: Come now. You really think you're the only one who can play this game? Look, it is perfectly simple. I want to play. Let's play the game.
0: So Courtney and I listen to this. He's a fellow emo, fellow... I feel like he wouldn't like to be reminded of his emo past, even though people bring it up all the time. But... Yeah. Uh, he has a show on the radio on RT2, which is here in Ireland. It's our and national broadcaster. It's national broadcaster. And his name is Stephen Byrne. You may or may not know him. He was a YouTuber called 365 Days. I loved his videos. I loved him so much as well. But he has this really cool game on his show called... On his radio show, and it's called Lyric or Satiric. So we thought... We would make our own version and play the game. So we've called A it... A budget version. <laughs> the Tesco value version of his game. It's called um, Real Lyric, Fake Lyric. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we thought we'd pick
1: two bands that we're not that familiar with. Yeah. So um, I picked Hawthorne Heights because you don't really know them no. that much. And then you picked Dashboard Combational. And I have listened to maybe one of their albums yeah. when I was younger. Okay. No, all that time ago in my youth. Um, but I'm not that familiar with them. So what we're going to do is we're going to read out. Um, are we going to read out all the lyrics or just read out one lyric at a time? So I was going to, I think I'll read out my five lyrics. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> as you can tell, we haven't
0: actually figured out how to play the game. We're just, we're making it up as we go. We're doing it as we go along. So I'm going to read out my five lyrics that I've picked. Some are real dashboard confessional lyrics and some are lyrics belonging to other artists. Um, so we're going to do a point system. Okay. Can not do a leaderboard? See see. We can totally do a leaderboard. Okay. Um, so for everyone that Courtney gets right, she gets a point. For everyone I get right, I get a point. I'm going to relate the five lyrics I have here. Some are dashboard confessional. some are not. Uh, some are lyrics from other artists. Um, and then Courtney's going to do the same thing, but her lyrics are Hawthorne Heights. And I have to guess if they're real or not.
1: And also you get a bonus point if you get the name of the artist that the band actually is. Yes, let's
0: do that okay are you ready okay I spent the last 10 months thinking all love ever does is break and burn again good
1: god um, that's a dashboard lyric
0: no. it's not no can you guess who it is no do you want me to read it out again yeah I spent the last 10 months thinking all love ever does is break and burn and end I don't know it is Begin Again by Taylor Swift. Oh. I pizza because i like, Corny doesn't listen to Taylor Swift. She's I too do. cool.
1: <laughs> I do. Too- oh, Clodagh, I'm too cool for Taylor
0: Swift. Wrong, incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. I'm- so that's a big fat zero. Okay, thanks. Okay, next one. I watch you spin around in the highest heels. You are the best one of the best ones.
1: Not dashboard.
0: Wrong, it is God dashboard. for <clears throat> so that's nil all. <laughs> Okay, third one. I hope you're as happy as you're pretending. That's Correct. Yes, finally.
1: I hope you're as happy as you're pretending. I think I know that song. I'm not sure though. Okay.
0: We'll, we'll play it.
1: Like, we'll put, oh, it it's, the, we'll it's, put it on the playlist. It's, it's a song called Screaming Infidelities.
0: Yes, I think I know that. Okay, we're going to put that on the playlist. Number four. Woke up this morning. It feels like every day I got the blues, babe. Not going away. Not Dashboard. Correct. Who is that? It is Julian by Carly Rae Jepsen. Ah, Carly Rae. I love her so much. She's so cool. She's so cool. Okay, final one. My hopes are so high that your kiss might kill me. Dashboard. Correct. Well done, so you've got three. Okay, that's not so bad. Let's see if you can beat me. I doubt it.
1: So these are going to be Hawthorne Heights lyrics. Okay. Are you ready? Or not. Like, they could be Hawthorne, they could be not. Okay. We'll find out. So cut my wrists and black my eyes so I can fall asleep
0: tonight or die. Not dashboard. Or not (laughs) Hawthorne nights.
1: Oh, it is Hawthorne. Oh,
0: is it? Yeah. Okay.
1: Your heart will never tell you lies. Three cheers now for the hate to demise.
0: You picked really emo ones. Um... Hawthorne. No. Oh. Who is it? It's Blood on the
1: Dance Floor. You know that really terrible, horrible, horrible, awful band? It's a song called Nirvana. Oh, okay. Yeah, Blood on the Dance Floor. Blood on the Dance Floor. Okay. You are my first dissection spilling my insides. Not Hawthorne. It is Hawthorne.
0: Oh, Jesus, Clodagh.
1: Let's go dancing to the al- to the altar through the wedding. Hawthorne. No. Ah, oh, Jesus. I'm a sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Um, that was Play Royale. I don't know why I keep talking about Play Royale. I don't like them at all. I think it was just, we were talking about it yesterday or I was looking, there was a whole big thing. Yeah, we were that's... talking about
0: them off pod.
1: Yeah, and I just picked one of their lyrics. Okay, last one. My only choice is to overreact. Is this a voice or just a panic attack?
0: Hmm. I have no points so far, so I'm really thinking about this one because I want to get one. (laughs) Hawthorne. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So I won that. It's three one. Okay. So are we going to? We'll do We'll do a leaderboard. It's yeah. like gonna be like Top Gear or something. Yeah, we will we'll make a leaderboard. We'll put it on our Tumblr. Yeah. How's that for How's that for emo yeah, content?
1: Kids from Yesterday Pod uh, our Tumblr Kids from Yesterday podcast.com. Yeah, if you wanna find us there. Um we'll put our leaderboard up there and we'll share it on our various other platforms as well. So that I win the first round of real lyric fake lyric, not lyric or sedic. <laughs> <laughs> That's its full title. But yeah. So that's all we've got for this week. Yeah. Um this was just a fun a fun good a clean. Fun time. time. Yeah. We wanted to try something different. Yeah. Just have the chats with you and I. Have the bands. So- and maybe you feel like we're talking to you and ignoring you while you tell us why we're wrong or why the things we've said are stupid or Yeah, but that's why you gotta follow us on Twitter. Finger guns. We're gonna join our emo cult and think about why space doesn't make any sense and why existential crises are a normal part of life. Yeah. Join our cult, join us in the emo dungeon, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.